0: Then base of Ter'er, page 42, we begin actually uh, with the beginning of the Maimah Ne'er Hanukkah, which is uh, the last column of Daph Me'em Today's shir is L'zchus Nechamrachol uh, Basi'cheved and Tinek uh, ben Nechamrachol. And this week's shirim is uh, L'zchus uh, Reb Eliezer Kornhauser. The moment begins with a quote from the Gemara. <clears throat> the Gemara says that we light the menorah on the left side so that we'll have mitzvahs on both sides. We have the mezuzah on the right side and the, the uh, Hanukkah menorah on the left side, and therefore we've got mitzvahs on both sides. So the question is, the menorah misses out. Why can't the menorah be on the right side as well? So to understand this, let's launch into a discussion uh, about creation. What We know that Hashem is really beyond, and then Hashem uh, is uh, unchanged before creation, after creation, but from what aspect of godliness does creation happen? What level of involvement is there? So we have one pasuk which says, it's from Tehillim Koflamet, hey, that, whatever Hashem desires was made. This pasuk implies that creation comes from Hashem's desire, Hashem's will. But then another pasuk, that with the word of Hashem, heavens was created. This pasuk implies that it's the word of Hashem, not the desire. Now, of course, Desire is something deep within, whereas the word is something which you you speak when there are others present. It's an external, uh, ex, uh, ex, uh, just an external garment of the person. It, it's not internal. Uh, actually, it's, it, you know, with your desire, desire is genuine to what you want, at least. Whereas speech, it's not, it, you could say one plus one equals three. It doesn't even have to be true at all. So, where is creation from? Is it from desire or speech? Now we know also that there are ten mamores, ten utterances with which Hashem created the world, like "Let there be light," "Let there be uh, the sky," etc. So, this also implies that it's related to speech. So the answer the answer is based on first realizing that everything in, in the world and, and all existence. Any uh, en- uh, item or person or entity is made up of two parts: chomer and surah. There's the um, the uh, f- the actual thing, the existence of uh, of of the item, and then the form in which that existence is. So, for example, you might have uh, you know something which is carved out of wood. So, the, what is it? It's wood, but then it's carved out into a particular shape and particular style and particular color. So, that's all part of the form, but the chaymeh is what it actually is. Now, so every, if we talk about uh, the, uh, the world and more generally, so we might say that the uh, heavens and the earth. Um, are, are round because we've got the earth is round and then also the things that the are- the uh the uh, travel path of uh the different moons and 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 etc uh other uh, the celestial bodies is uh, round it's not a circle but it's oval it's round and uh similarly we have other uh, parts of the form like the fact that the sun this the sun and moon are uh, you know the shine that we see their shine so that's uh that's also part of the form it's not the actual thing and similarly the positionings if we say that a certain that the earth is a certain distance from the sun or from a certain planet that's also part of the form and uh th- and therefore uh, the we can divide between the two and say that the chaim the actual existence of the of the item so that uh, comes from the uh, the uh, word of Hashem and the ten utterances and uh, that that applies to all of them whether to the to light or to the sky or other things but how it was created, the form in which it's created, that comes from Hashem's desire, uh, which uh, is beyond speech. So theref- so now, uh, why is it that the actual item had to be created from Hashem's speech? Why couldn't it all be created from Hashem's desire? So the answer is because if, if it would be created directly from Hashem's desire, that more intimate, Relationship with the godly would make, would smother the item and and make its uh, independence impossible. Make it just enveloped within Hashem, and therefore it had to be created from speech, which allows for another. At least its basic uh, existence is from speech, and the form can be from desire, from Hashem's desire, and uh, so the uh, all creation ends up. Uh, that it is uh, something from nothing, and uh, th- that's actually the that that's, that's what the meaning of the uh, key which we say in davening. It's uh, from the, the, the near the end of Tehillim, the last few chapters of Tehillim, Ki that it says that with the word uh, that Hashem created uh, uh, all creation with his word and he commanded and it was created so tziva is the commandment of a king and creation in general comes from malchus, which is also connected to speech uh, and what what is revealed through malchus and through speech? It's only a ray. It's only a name, not the essence. Like that uh, same paragraph, Kofdimim Memchas continues. Yihaloshem uh, Hashem that it says Hashem Hashem that uh, uh, the full possible with these words is that they praise the name of Hashem because he commanded and it was created. So we're praising the name of Hashem, meaning it's not Hashem's essence, it's just the name, which name is about connecting to others. And uh, with this is like a physical king that he's not actively involved in everyone, uh, every individual's life in the country, but his name is uh, over the entire people in the entire country. despite his lack of active, uh, active involvement, where on the other hand, the so the I in it says that there are 70 uh, uh ministering angels, that uh, each of them are the ministering angel of a one nation in the world, so they are more actively involved. Uh, that uh, that they and they themselves are creations and they're part of uh, the this uh, eco spiritual ecosystem of creation and they're, they're involved in it. You have some that kind of their spiritual source is water and others, their spiritual source is fire. And uh, they, they evolve from uh, higher level angels, which eventually evolve from the uh, four uh, sides of the Merkava of the holy chariot. But the uh, faces on the chariot, the face of the ox, the eagle, and the lion said those faces come yes man there's something from nothing meaning that uh bring down this uh, spiritual energy is uh from nothing uh from the in other words it's uh, from godliness which is beyond us and that's what's called nothing and all that comes down is a ray from Ray from, a, from Hashem. Not a, it's not Hashem being involved with his essence. Um, so that Ray from the noth- this uh, nothing, this beyond this uh, unlimited spiritual energy, uh, uh, gives uh, vitality and allows to exist uh, the yesh, the uh something. So therefore it's something from nothing. But what's the purpose? It's not meant to stay as a something, but we're meant to take that something and make it back into a iron, back into nothing, into something which is now, now bottle before Hashem, one with Hashem. And therefore it says in a passage about talking about Mashiach, that when Mashiach comes, uh, that the glory of Hashem will be revealed. So it will be revealed in this physical world, just as in the high spiritual worlds. And uh, like another pasuk says, uh, that when Mashiach comes, I in ayin that uh, year that we'll see eye to eye with Hashem, and uh, meaning uh, even in this world, and this depends on our avedon our action. In, in until then, so we all have the uh, the ability uh, to uh, to to bring the world to that state of Mashiach. And uh, we have a portion within El Mabah. We have to bring that out in a revealed way. And when we meditate on the fact that Hashem is unchanged by creation and uh, darkness and light is all the same for Hashem, the difference, symptom, this contraction and concealment is only from our perspective, but not Hashem. So when we realize that, then we we realize that there's that there's no purpose, there's no point of the yes for itself, of the something for itself. The whole purpose of it is to come back and be included within the I and within the nothing, which is beyond, and if it's called nothing because we don't relate to it, the godly. Now... The Pasuk says in Tehillim and also in Hay, ki God, that Hashem is great and our Master is great over all other gods. When we say uh, over all other gods, now we're referring to the, what, what Kabbalah calls, 20 combinations of the name Elikim. The name Elikim is Hashem's name, which relates to nature and, and relates to concealment, where Hashem hides His hands. And there are 120 combinations because you can because there are you, you can swap the letters around and and form 120 different orders of the letters in the name Elikim. So, uh, so we, so we've got all this uh, symptom, all this uh, con- contraction and concealment of godliness, and this creates the yesh, uh, a separate existence of something that is that is not nullified. But despite that, despite that elikim, still God or Havaya vadenen Hashem is great, mikol over all gods. In other words, not over just over false gods, but over elikim. The true God, but in its state of nature and concealment, that they shouldn't be, that the lichim shouldn't be able to hide the uh, godly, the godliness and the unlimited uh, light from Hashem. And that's what the pasuk, this pasuk, which, said, which uh, talks about uh, that Hashem is greater. It's similar to another pasuk, that, um, that I know. It says uh, that uh, I know that Hashem is greater. And this is what the al-Nasham, uh, the souls of the Jewish people, say. This Ki uh, that uh, i i know is uh, that the shem is the the real uh the real god that is this posse that we quoted the beginning of the posse we quoted before in him. whereas uh the idolat- idolatrous nations they say that oz of havai as such left heaven and earth and he's not involved and elikim is a real concealment and so that's like what Pari says that Loya Daiti I don't know Hashem is Havaya, especially Hashem as he's beyond nature. And Yisrael, who converted, he says, Now I know that Hashem is great. So he did he, who he was converting, he didn't, he didn't know, he did make this realization. This is because. Everything that uh, Hashem created with His desire, it also came into heaven and earth. They all have a form from Hashem's desire and will, so that they shouldn't be and, and th- that they shouldn't come down. in this uh, shouldn't come down in a revealed way in in speech, uh, because uh, speech Hashem's speech is this uh, power of giving space for for the other. And that is what causes yeshuz, that's, that, that's what causes ego. And uh, over on the, the top of Mem- base. so this is the concept that it says that Hashem originally created the world with din, with severity and judgment, but then he created, he uh, added Midasarachmim, the attribute of mercy, and that's why at the end of creation, for the first time, it mentions Hashem's name, Yurke Vavkei. It says, on the, on the day that Hashem created, the Yoim Asayis Now, in Hala, we say, why should the game say, Ayyei ele, where is their God? Meaning that godliness is uh, sometimes uh, appears to be concealed. And uh, so that they can say that Hashem has left uh the earth and it's only running based on nature from Kim. but the truth is that although dibur, although speech gives off this uh this uh, uh appearance that that things are just running independently but the truth is that everything is with hashem's desire and this is what the chapter in Halal before the in, in Halal, Kuf Yudal is Batay and then the next chapter, Kuf uh, is where it says, Why should the nation say, Where is their God? So the uh, the uh, with from Hashem's desire, so that connects to Havaya, like it says that whatever she calls Sheikha, it's Hawaii, also whatever Hashem wants, it uses the name Yud was made. And uh, so when it when Telem says in Kuf Tazvot, it says, uh, why should the nation say, where is your God? So this comes right after the Tzai where where uh, it talks about how Hashem can change nature and make, uh, make the sea disappear or make rock turn into water. He could change nature however he wants because Elikim is only a concealment and that can conceal the godly light within everything, including within nature. But really everything is nullified before, value before Hashem's unlimited light. And therefore there can be a revelation of uh, Hashem's unlimited light uh, wherever. Next, Vahine. Now when a person meditates on this, he meditates on how everything is really Hashem. And sometimes this is concealed within a garb of nature, but really it's all based on Hashem's unlimited light. So then he'll want to be, he'll yearn to just be nullified before Hashem. And then he'll want to just leave all physical pleasures and transform himself to Hashem. Like it says that merely who Vashemayim, who is there in heavens? Uh, and there's nothing else on earth. All I want is Hashem. And in Zayat says that some that only someone who transformed uh, bitterness to sweetness, which uh, bitterness is uh, the physical pleasures, uh, and uh, the the sweetness is the uh, spiritual pleasures. So uh, w- without that, they don't have a they they haven't. Uh, uh, Attains a portion in the world in, in the world to come. So they have to transform darkness to light. Now, uh, there's everything down here. Everything of the physical world has a source in the in the spiritual world, and that's where the, uh, out, the outcome and the impact of the, of the uh, physical thing the physical things come from. It comes from its spiritual source. And any pleasure has a spiritual source. Like, for example, about Yosef, he talks about how he uh, would comb his hair, and uh, the and in uh, Svarma of Kabbalah talks about the impact that has spiritually. So it caused uh, Yosef being involved in combing his hair caused caused the uh, the uh, the life force from Hashem, to be enclothed in impurity. And therefore, Yosef ended up stuck in uh, prison for 12 years. And it all started from him being too involved in uh, the physical and his appearance and combing his hair. Like the Gemara says on the pasuk that Yosef, Yosef was ifeite of ife that he was very handsome and beautiful. And then that caused a bad impact of Atissa, that the wife of his, his master, um, called out him and said lie, uh, said to lie with him. So what do we have to do instead to get out of this and get beyond this? We have to uh, we have to transform darkness into light and uh, bitterness into sweetness. And that was the idea of the carbonus that we take an animal that has this raging passion for eating grass and then we make it instead into a carbon fashem. And the same thing with davening. Nowadays we don't have karbanos; we have davening instead. So what we have to do in davening is transform our animal soul to make it godly as well. That it, that its godly soul it should be revealed, and uh, and and so that we have this uh, yearning for Hashem, and uh, then. When we have that yearning to Hashem, then Hashem shines from above to below, uh, so that we, so that uh, the world, the world won't be a place of conce- con- that conceals Hashem's holiness, and that's also the concept of Ner Mitzvah that we started with Ner Mitzvah, which is elevating up to Hashem, and that's like the yearning. But then we continue on to Tereira light, which is bringing that light down into this physical world, uh, and, that, and that it, and the. Uh, through mitzvah, which is uh, going up to Hashem, we're able to then have terah, uh, bringing that light back down into the physical world. Next paragraph for v'yadala. So, what is the idea of, of uh, letters? So, when we pronounce letters, we don't actually know where it's coming from. It's just we want to say a certain letter, and it comes out from the right part of the mouth, mouth, whether the throat, or that the, the uh, tongue, etc., the lips. So now, letters are unlike a musical instrument that with uh, with letters, they come out of the mouth without thinking, whereas uh, when we play music, you have to be very conscious of exactly which note you want to bring out. Now, the uh, there are different parts of the soul. There's nefesh is the sort of most external level, and then it goes up, ruach, neshama, So with nefesh, we see from Unkelos that it means that it relates to speech, the power of speech. Like it says on the Pasuk, that the person was a live soul, using the term nefesh for soul. So uh, Unkelos says that what does it mean, a live soul it means ruach, speaking soul. So we see that speech is connected to the nefesh. And then ruach is anything from the heart and the emotions. Neshama is what comes from uh, intellect and reflection. Then chaya is the level of chachma, especially the inner chachma, which is uh, uh, from, from mechasimah, from, which is beyond chachma, because chachma, when we're not yet we not yet processing the idea, we just... Letting the the subconscious speak to us, so it's just coming straight, and therefore it's beyond binah. So, so that is uh, that would be that would be chaya, right? We said that nefesh is is speech and action, then ruach is emotions, neshama is binah, and then chaya is chachma, and especially beyond Chachmah. And then from 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 that, from Chochmah ultimately, so we have the twenty-two letters of the al- alphabet that that we use to speak. Now, Chazal say our rabbis say that uh, that Matat, the angel Matat, is uh, preparing crowns. So the. The idea the idea of uh, preparing crowns and tying crowns uh, from the tefillas, from the prayers of Israel, is because the angels are the ones who bring up our prayers. And uh, when we, and we, we use our speech. Our speech is physical. The angel's speech is spiritual. And therefore, when they bring up our speech to their speech, that transforms the, our physical speech into a spiritual speech. And which is the, their speech is like our thoughts, so they refine it, they refine our speech and then lift it up further. Because, uh, the, the like the matat, this angel matat is uh, one of the uh, sort of high level angels, and uh, and it, it says that it's ta- that matat is tying crowns. What's the idea of a crown? Kesar is beyond. Uh, and that's uh, that's uh, because when we daven, we're trying to connect to a beyond. We say in davening, may it be your will. Sometimes a person might give a bracha where we already have, we already deserve some sort of bounty. Hashem's decided to give us some sort of bounty. The only thing is it stayed in the spiritual realm and hasn't yet come down to the physical realm. And then a person might give us a bracha, a blessing that this uh what Hashem wants to give you should come down to you, whereas uh, tefillah is something different. Tefillah is not bringing down what we already have, but it's rots in creating a new will. And uh, that's what we mean uh, that when we say, Yahesh, may that Hashem's name should be, may Hashem's name be great. We're saying, may there be a new uh, will from Hashem. And the new will from Hashem should be brought down and uh, it, normally we, we uh, receive according to a system, according to what we deserve. But with Yihirat saying, it could be beyond, maybe Hashem's will, even beyond what we deserve in our regular uh, chayas. So then uh, this is the idea of keser, the crown, which is beyond chachma, which is in the minds. So when we use letters to think, then uh, the ideas behind the letters are intellectual. But the concept of letters, how different uh, letters make, uh, make different sounds, that is beyond intellect. Uh, because we don't have to plan where we want to put our mouth. It's not like music like we started off and therefore it's beyond intellect. Okay, next paragraph. Now, Torah is also enclosed in these letters. Because, like we said, that the letters have I- ideas within them, but the letters themselves are beyond intellect. Now, the word ois, letter, comes from the word asa, to bring. So uh, these words are of Torah are about bringing the Anashem's light into the physical world. And this is why Torah is called a martial metaphor. The Pasuk says, Marshal uh, like the... Uh, the original um um you know per- person uh the uh, sharing parables uh, or the original uh, parable book uh Tara would say so Torah is called this uh pat mush the original martial book so the concept is what is a martial what is a metaphor it's when the actual thing you're trying to understand is too complicated and you use a metaphor then you understand it through the metaphor so the metaphor is not the thing itself that you want to understand but it relates to what you understand and uh this is also the type of prophecy that the uh navi and that the other prophets except for Moshe reached that the uh that they had some sort of inkling but it was with a concealment it was only a metaphor it wasn't the actual thing and uh this this is uh where this is uh when we have our we have a mirror where you can see but it's not the thing itself you're only seeing an image of the thing itself in the mirror and that's why shlema told 3000 mashalim metaphors the simple interpretation of this this passage about shlomo telling parables and metaphors is that he had lots of different parables and metaphors that he made up but the deep interpretation is that for every idea of shlomo because they were such deep ideas he needed 3000 to 3000 parables to get it down to the level of the people and explain it to them in other words every par- parable moves the idea one step down closer to the physical until after 3,000 levels and therefore corresponding to that 3,000 parables, that's when it actually comes down. So, for example, with carbonas, the physical idea of a carbon, you're burning fat and blood on an altar. But the spiritual idea, there's a lot of depth in, in what an animal represents and what the blood represents and the fat, etc and the fact that it has to be brought by Cain wearing the garments of kahuna So all these things are, there's the physical meaning and then the spiritual meaning. Now, uh, with the many other, uh, this is over to the second side of, uh, of uh, Membase, you know, which is uh, like the side of Al-Mudgumun Al-Dalid. So, now for Shlomo, understood all 3,000 metaphors, meaning 3,000 levels. And uh, there really are more than 3,000 levels, but Shlomo understood up till there, up to 3,000 levels. Uh, but uh, but the uh, marshal goes on, and it can go beyond three thousand. And uh, w- when uh, Hashem, uh, Hashem is really in His essence, Hashem is unlimited. So when Hashem's light comes down, uh, so it comes down, uh, it can't come down uh, in a way of a because it's too powerful doesn't, not even sober. Instead, it comes, Hashem, uh, Hashem's light is brought down through the Torah, which, uh, as we said, that letters is the same, uh, the word os, which means a letter, also means also to bring, to bring Hashem's light down into the world through Torah. And that's why the rabbis say that David, that King David was uh, connecting the Torah with Hashem. Meaning, uh, that uh, that the Torah is what is connected. It's one with Hashem's light and therefore is able to bring it down into the world. And uh, when a person uh, is doing mitzvahs, so then it says about that person, Asha Yase, some on that the person should do them, should do mitzvahs and live with them. So we've got this idea of doing, or making mitzvahs. And similarly, the Apostle says, Last I say to do them, to make the mitzvahs. And this is the idea of Torah bringing down Hashem's light into the physical world. But this can only happen, Torah only achieves bringing down Hashem's light into the world. After we first have mitzvah, which is about the yearning to, to, for us to come up to Hashem, then after that you can have Torah and, and the, the light of Hashem comes down into the world. Next paragraph for Inyan. In order to have a fire, you have to have air around it. If you don't have air, then the fire goes out. Now, notice that the word for air, avir, is similar to the word for the fire and the light, which is er. The uh, only difference is a yod. And uh, this is because uh, avir, air... It uh, is important to the light, and it is what keeps the what keeps the light going. Uh, and the yud is only uh, yud is uh, concealment. That's the idea of the yud, the smallest letter, which is concealment, and uh, then from that uh, uh, comes out uh, uh, a a revelation that's like with avir air so the Yud, which is the extra letter beyond er which means the light and the fire itself that Yud is concealment but then that concealment allows revelation so that's similar to the letters that the letters themselves uh, the idea of letters is uh, beyond intellect but then it allows to transmit an idea which is revelation now when when we do a mitzvah, so then we we elevate to the uh, source, um, which is Avir, and that then allows the er, uh, the light of the Torah, to be to bounce back and to be revealed down here. And this happens through tzedakah because tzedakah is about mercy for the uh, uh, poor, and this is similar to Hashem giving us uh, from his unlimited light, which is also about even if we don't deserve, just giving us and giving us uh, sort of earthlings, people down, that he, he looks down, um, you know, at the bottom rung. But if a person doesn't do Tadaka, he only has Tara, then, then really, like Prikayava says, a Philotarian, like he doesn't have even Tara, because then he'll only have the shell of the Tara, just the letters without the content. But with, with through Tadaka, then you'll have the Penemius as well, and internal as well, the letters with the content. Now, now we can go back to the, the, our original question about why the mezuzah on, why the uh, menorah is on the left, why can't it be on the right with the mezuzah? So the concept of mezuzah is, uh, is elevation, is y- going up to Hashem, halah. And uh, therefore the mezuzah has in Sheman Vahim Shemaya, which is the central part of Sheman vayim Shemaya, is where we talk about how we should love Hashem, to, yearn, to go up to Hashem, yearn, yearn for Hashem. And where we put it at the entrance to the house in order to elevate the entire house with and everything in it to Hashem. And uh, that's why it's on the right, because the right is connected to love and is connected to hugging, like the Apostle says, that his right arm hugs me. And with hugging, you bring the, the other person near, near to you And that's all the side of the right, love and positivity. Whereas the Hanukkah Menera is bringing down Hashem into this physical world. So it's not yearning and going above with love, but it's bringing into this world because the Greeks wanted the Jews to forget about the Torah. And... uh, and uh, it's, it's a battle and we we're fighting back and saying no to that on the contrary, there should be Hashem's light should spread even in the, uh, even in the street, even in the outdoors. And uh, this, this idea of the uh, menorah being out, outdoors is because it's meant to have an impact on uh, the, uh, even on the 70 nations that uh that there shouldn't be uh, concealment, there shouldn't be uh, concealment um but it uh, and and uh, instead we should the 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 the, Yavonim, the Greeks who tried to, to make us forget the Torah, they're subdued and transformed and when the Hashmanam won, they said they made an enactment to light the menorah specifically outside and specifically on the left representing to bring Hashem's light even into a place of darkness and a place of concealment, the left representing concealment. Now, the menorah is meant to light up even the other nations, even the seven nations, and like we see parenthetically it's not in this moment but in other moment we see this that it says that you're allowed to light menorah until the taramadzai the people uh, are no longer on the street they would be on the street in the evening when once they go inside then it's too late to light menorah so we see again this concept of uh, impacting on the nations so how do we have the power to do that, to go out and have an impact, to bring Hashem's light out? It's through elevating, uh, which is through the mezuzah. So the, the purpose of darkness is uh, in order to then bring light into it and, uh, and that is the idea of bring, that, uh, that, bring, that the menorah brings light even to, into these places of darkness. Now, the Gemara says in Saitah that the world exists from the Omen Yehishmei Rabbah, which is said in Kadistra Bonan after learning Agarita, because Agarita is written in Aramaic. And the idea of Aramaic, it's not the holy tongue, it's not HaKadosh, uh, the biblical Hebrew, it is Aramaic. And therefore, that's a, that's a, some level of concealment of Hashem. Uh, but when uh, after we learn Agarita, we might be learning in another language, not in Hebrew, so therefore there's this extra concealment. But uh, we uh, bring Hashem's name into it, uh, and the, the idea here is, is revealing Hashem's light in this place of, uh, even in this place of other languages, and then we transform darkness into light, and that keeps the word going. So, in short, we've got the Minaya on the left, and the, the purpose is um, because we want to, we want to, uh, uh, uh first we've got the mezuzah which is about elevation to hashem then the menorah which is about bringing down and lighting up the world and uh the the um we gave a, the, a few examples the idea of letters that have the uh the letters themselves which are beyond intellect and then the ideas behind which are within intellect or we had the idea of the of a martial, of a parable also, which is about bringing down the light. And uh, we, we need to do this in order to transform the darkness into light, which is the purpose of Karbonus and purpose of divining.